The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. See every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky's Tartar and Sky Sport to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz. Welcome to Football Fever with Jason Pine. I by Newstalk ZB and Sky Sport, the home of the FIFA World Cup. All 64 matches live. Welcome into Football Fever, your daily World Cup podcast powered by Sky Sport. They have every game live. Day four in Qatar, another upset. Germany one, Japan two. Not quite as seismic as yesterday when Saudi Arabia beat Argentina. A similar game in some ways. Germany 1-0 with a first-half penalty. Japan two goals in eight minutes in the second half, including this terrific winner on Sky Sport. Lovely touch there from Asano! The story develops. The story opens up. The shock is now very much on the cards. Takuma Asano, what an impact off the bench. David Chode alongside me, Jason Pine, for the podcast as usual. That winning goal is a superb goal. The way he's brought that down and then beaten Neuer at the near post. It's a cracker, isn't it? Yeah, well, they call him the uh, Japanese Messi, I understand. He plays in, in Germany. But you won't get better than that. That's a worldie. Um, glorious, glorious goal. And what a way to win a match and uh, win a match against a, a powerhouse. Um, yeah. Household name, Duan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the fact that this was a different game from the Saudi Arabia-Argentina game. Japan just 26.2% possession. That is the second lowest by any winning team in World Cup history. I thought they were... Um, they were a bit conservative, a bit tame to start with, but they got the job done at the end. So, I mean, they really got impact from their subs, didn't they? Both of them, both of the goal scorers were subs. Heaps of ways to win football, isn't there? And that's the other way to win it, is to sit out of position and then uh, and then, and then hit teams on the break. Although, I don't know about you, I felt from about the hour mark, it felt like there might be a goal coming. I, I, I don't know. I just had a, a feeling in my water that they were able of, they were capable of getting a goal. I'm not going to ca- claim to be a soothsayer and say they were going to win it with a worldie in the 83rd minute. But um, yeah, they they wrestled their way back into it, stayed in the fight. And uh, 1-0 is just a, a precarious lead. doesn't matter who you are. Germany are interesting. That We talked about it yesterday, playing roster, such strength. But have they got their mix right? I'm not sure. They had 14 shots to one in the first half, 26 shots all up Germany. As I say, they had, you know, about three quarters of possession. They'll still be OK, won't they? Although, having said that, they've got to play a Spain side who are, you know, we'll talk about them in a second. I mean, are Germany in danger of, of missing the group stages for the second tournament in a row? Well, don't count it out, but you'd still say the smart money says they get through. Um, I don't reckon they've got it right up top. Havertz playing up top. He does it for Chelsea, but I think he's makeshift there. I just don't think it's him. He doesn't strike me as the kind of striker that leads you to lifting a World Cup trophy. I don't know. Um, they'll get out of the group, won't they? I think they'll get out of the group, but it's a tough group. We're going to get to Spain in a minute. I don't think Costa Rica are going to trouble anybody, but Japan will have the wind in their sails now. So, uh, yeah, so Germany know that they're going to have to probably win two games to be certain of it, and that'll include beating Spain. Japan, uh, Japan captain Maya Yoshida says they took inspiration from the tournament upset yesterday involving Saudi Arabia. Same like Saudi Arabia. We watched the game a little bit, and we, we know the results. Even when it was down, they made good results. So why not? We can make it. So we, we And a couple of other stats on this one. Uh, Japan, first time they've won a World Cup match in which they conceded first. And Germany, 
First time they've lost a World Cup game in which they've led at half-time since 1978 when Austria beat them 3-2 when Germany had their, their first half lead. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see what happens with Germany, but well done to Japan. Fever, thanks to Sky Sport, the home of the FIFA World Cup. All 64 matches live. Spain, Costa Rica, the most one-sided game of the tournament so far. That's it. A statement Spanish win. That's the end of the game, but it was over as a contest a fair while ago. Spain 7, Costa Rica 0, Spain's biggest ever World Cup win. This would have been the All-Whites. Surely the All-Whites wouldn't have got beat 7-0. I don't know, Spain, uh, they looked good. In the end, it looked like a training run. Uh, that last goal by Morata was, um, you know, one-twos inside the box and a finish inside the near post, the kind of thing you see in training. You'd like to think we would have put up a better, a better fight of it. Um, Costa Rica were, were, were ordinary. And for the first time in a World Cup, you saw a side that almost didn't deserve to be there on that showing. They didn't have a shot on goal. Chody, they didn't have a shot at goal, a single shot. And you talked yesterday about Costa Rica being comfortable out of possession. Spain had 82% possession, 976 passes. I didn't think Costa Rica looked that comfortable out of possession. Well, I'll tell you what happens when you're out of possession against Spain. You get goals from Almo, Asensio, Torres, Sola, Morata and Javi. See the way I did that? Javi. Um, who became, I think, the second youngest player to score at a World Cup besides a great name in Palais. So uh, that's what happens when you give Spain 82 percentage of possession, you get tonked. They did get tonked. And I, I mean, as I say, as we know, if New Zealand had beaten Costa Rica in that playoff, then that would have been Spain against New Zealand. It's impossible to, it's a, completely hypothetical, but I would have liked to have thought that New Zealand would put up a better showing than that. Um, yeah, Xavi, as you called him, um, Superb finish for Spain's fifth. That sort of outside of the boot that curled in off the post. What is he, 18 years and 110 days? I think I was getting getting ready to sit an exam when I was that age. Yeah, what a future that Spain have in front of them with these young this young group coming through. And talking about teams that could lift trophies, they look like one. But let's be fair, um, it's not about playing your best football now. You've got to build yourself into a uh, tournament. And this tournament gets tighter and tighter and tighter. I don't think they'll get another seven, put it that way. No, I don't think they will either. Do you notice it was the same ref as the playoff game? It was the same ref that that uh, went to the VAR when Chris Wood scored to overturn it because of Matt Garbutt's foul. I found it quite triggering. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Um, did Costa Rica bring them with him? Bring them with him, I don't know. Uh, they needed a 12th man, uh, but they needed one in their own strip. They were uh, outclassed. Absolutely outclassed. Well done to Spain, 7-0. Belgium 1, Canada 0. That does not tell the story of this game. Um, I know you had very close eyes on this one. What I mean, how do you reflect on it and um, how do you sum it up, you know, not, not long after the final whistle? Canada um, brought it. They really brought their, their A game. They, they showed everything about their personality. They got on the front foot. They wouldn't let Belgium out. They just, just kept haranguing and harassing in the front third. Oh, for a real piece of quality in the in the in the top half of the park, Mr. Penalty. That always haunts you. Um, so the penalty miss is a is a bad miss. Um, but their their style of play and their play was exhilarating and high energy, high tempo. Um, they they took a leaf out of the Saudi book and got at them. Um, Belgium took all three points and didn't look great doing so. So is that a good sign or a bad sign? Some would say, you know, when you take the points playing poorly, 
um, you're in good shape because they will do better than that. But I think Roberto Martinez probably goes home the unhappier of the two coaches. Yeah. Weird, eh? It is weird. In Canada, their first time in the World Cup for what seems like forever, it's an awfully long time, still haven't scored a goal in the World Cup. I'm sure that will come against either Morocco or Croatia. But they'll, they'll be encouraged, won't they? And like you, I was so impressed with the way they approached it against a pretty decent team. Yeah, um, they, they, they look athletic. They look good on the ball because they can beat a player. They were also that kind of side that uh, in tight situations they had the flicks, the tricks, the, the players who can uh, jink and jive. Um, so they look good until it got into the to the real business end. Their finishing was poor. The goal they conceded is a horror too, by the way. I'm not quite sure what went on there. A stationary ball played 40 yards straight and you get caught out in behind. So I think there'll be a little bit miffed at that. So if Herdman is um, upset about anything, I think he'll be upset about the goal. But um, the signs are good for Canada. They will be no easy beats. That group is actually now becoming a tough one to pick. Really tough one to pick because Croatia and Morocco drew nil all, third nil all draw of the tournament, probably the worst game of the tournament. Just a couple of shots on target for each side. Croatia had two-thirds of possession, but the game largely played in, in the middle third of the pitch. Uh, Morocco, they haven't lost um, very often, only two losses in their last 40 games. Luka Modric obviously makes a difference for Croatia. But, yeah, Canada will be encouraged because obviously no points from this, but Croatia and Morocco, both of who they still have to play, have just the one point from this goalless draw. So it is very tight in that group. All on and nothing in that game, Croatia, the stalemate that um, would scare you. I think Canada um, will be optimistic. They've got every chance. Quick look ahead at tonight's games. The last remaining teams are in action on Sky Sport. 11 o'clock tonight, Switzerland against Cameroon in Group G. 2 o'clock in the morning, Uruguay up against South Korea in Group H, followed by, also from Group H, Portugal against Ghana at 5 o'clock. And then tournament favourites, Brazil, at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, take on Serbia. Man, I'm looking forward to seeing Portugal, but I'm most looking forward to seeing Brazil. After what happened to Argentina, will they be on notice against Serbia? Well, they'll be wide open, won't they? Their eyes will be very much fixed on the prize of uh, turning over a Serbia side who won't be easy. I don't know about you, Piney. Um, the yellow of Brazil always represents to me football at its finest. I think I'm harking back to the 80s probably when uh, the Socrates and the Zicos um, strutted their stuff on the world stage. So I'm really looking forward to Brazil. Equally, I'm looking forward to Portugal just to see if the Ronaldo show causes them to implode or explode. I'm not sure which way that's going to go. But that clash is like a Premier League clash, isn't it? Uh, Ghana peppered with Premier League players, the same with Portugal. So, so many familiar faces. So, a couple of doozies, I think, overnight. I heard uh, someone say yesterday that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is the only player at the World Cup without a club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not sure there'd be many lining up for him, although I think our mob, Chelsea, are the kind of club to buy him. We've got, um, we've got an American owner who probably fancies a big name, but... Uh, for me, I think he's good to go to the States and play that MLS football, which is a bit of a sort of a, I don't want to call it a circus, it's a good league, but there's a bit of celebrity in it. And maybe that's where a celebrity like Ronaldo is best served. Well, we'll see him tomorrow morning for Portugal against Ghana, 5 o'clock, then Brazil, Serbia, 8 o'clock, both games on Sky Sport. Switzerland, Cameroon, 11 o'clock tonight. Uruguay, South Korea, 2 o'clock tomorrow morning. Another episode of Football Fever coming your way at around about the same time tomorrow, by which time we will have seen every team in action. 
for uh, for the first time. And we'll start looking ahead to round two and all of the endless possibilities. Always great to chat football with you, Chody. Loving it, Piney. The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. See every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky's title and Sky Sport to watch the premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz.